You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Do it live! Fucking thing sucks! I have nothing to do with Russia, folks, okay? The mother of all bombs. You You people are cancer! He's a crisis actor. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Another deadly day on the Gaza border. My God, the bitch was wide! John Podesta rigged the poll. Charcoal girls are not allowed here. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Hell no. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. You would be much happier at home with a husband. 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Fucking devil, raise your children, America! I wanna build a wall. Are you African American? I don't know what you're implying. And what is a left Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I can't wait! This is The Worst Possible Timeline with Eric Wilson and Patrick Kindlin. I'm hitting record, Eric, because I think you just nailed the the title of this episode. Oh, did I? Uh, yes, The Protocols of COVID. That's what's happening in this world. So, everybody, I'm Patrick. I'm Eric. <laughs> what are you depressed? Are you hiding? What's going on? <laughs> I'm hiding. I'm hiding this that? episode. <laughs> so... Uh, Everybody, uh, Eric and I were just talking before the uh, uh, tape started rolling that uh, I, I just ordered a forbidden tome, uh, knowledge <laughs> yeah. that is that, that is arcane and not allowed. Uh, it, it is uh, a Gnostic uh, document, right? Which is uh, uh, what's it called? Hold on, it is called what's "Unreported it? Truths About COVID Nineteen." And Lockdowns, Part 1, Introduction and Death Counts and Estimates mm. by Alex Berenson. So Eric, uh, Alex is, Berenson. Is that what Alex Jones, that's his new I'm suit a, on him? Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's his new pseudonym. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to he's trying to dodge some creditors. Yeah. So, uh, this is a document by Alex Barons Berenson, who used to write for the New York Times, but uh, 
is now kind of disgraced and is seen as like the equivalent of an anti-vaxxer mm. because he was the lone voice yelling in the wilderness, hey, nothing about this COVID thing it, that we're telling us is that they're telling us is true. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. And so it's gotten him very popular with kind of like the Alex Jones set. Sure. But the but the fact is that the fact is that like almost certainly there's if these are just statistics, then there's something to there's something to glean here. And I'm now quite convinced that we were lied to about virtually every part of this. So uh, I'm open to a lunatic at this point. Uh, and and he here's what makes this story so interesting. It was denied publication on Am- or denied distribution through Amazon. Amazon said, "We'll pass." Thanks, though. And meanwhile, this dude went crazy and dug up every bit of pro pedophilia advocacy that exists for purchase on Amazon, Jesus. which is a surprising amount. <laughs> is that real? And, and, and yes, and said, w- "Why?" is this book advocating for safe pedophilia on Amazon and my work can't be on Amazon? What is the reason? And eventually Elon Musk dropped in and said, this is why Amazon is a dangerous monopoly. It's time to break it up. And Amazon hit the dude back and was like, Oh, our bad. (laughs) So what are they selling it now? I just purchased it. Well, that's a that's at uh, least in, in the the wake of everything going on. That's one win for freedom of speech. There you go. If only they uh, would they would sell the the instructions on how to three D print AR fifteens. Uh, well, it's time. So, Eric, you, this is a tough episode because you got canceled for the last episode. Uh, did I? Y- you can't work anymore. Yeah. Wait. So what? I, wait. What happened? Like, what did we do last episode? What did we do? Uh, you called the looters animals <laughs> and, and said that if and, and said that it, it, it you want to exercise your American right to shoot them all dead. Jesus, you, you don't recall this? That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> so here's the deal: you took a position which is so middle of the road and benign and banal and hurts no one. Uh-huh. But right now, that sounds more like me. So yeah, <laughs> people are so mad. They call you Ecuck. Did you know that? I did. I saw that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I can't. So, it's kind of funny. It I can't. You can't even front. It's no, just the you word. Can't be mad it's, with somebody it's, actually. Do you know the thing is? It's the word "cuck" is just funny. It's just naturally funny. And my name no starts doubt. with E. It's comedic genius. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> so that one is a. Uh, it slid right in there for the win, right there. But so <laughs> anyway, the point is. The point is that you said something that. 99% of people think, uh-huh. but you are not allowed to express at this moment. Right. Which is, which is, oh, I don't know if the looting's the way to go. Right. Which Did is honestly that? the, yeah, you, you said something like, I don't like to see it. Uh-huh. You like, you literally were the most milk toast that a person right, could right. be I was on, a, a, on a hot 50, button subject. I was a 55 year old suburbanite. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know if you've seen everybody out here is getting canceled for saying the exact same thing. So what I did was 
I I snitched on you and got you canceled. Damn. That, well, that doesn't sound like you. I don't believe this whole thing that you're saying right now. Ah, I would never snitch. I, I know. You can't the snitch. Point is, the point is that people are so fucking fake and so clout chasing right now that it is disgusting. Hey, you dumb fucks. It's within if you if, if you wanted to call this a revolution then let's treat it like one within a revolution there are different approaches to a thing mm. these things are usually vigorously debated among the, uh, the 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 people that are participating in that revolution if you look at black nationalism the history of black nationalism has such a fucking multitude of perspectives and schools of thought that the idea that you could even call it, even give it an umbrella is pretty crazy. But for some reason, you fucking Twitter morons think that if you shout people down based on what you are hearing right that second, which you will then walk back when some, when somebody tells you you are mistaken who is darker than you, that you will then walk it back, makes you look like such a fucking clout-chasing weasel. Yo, there's millions, there's six, what, like 16, 19 million black people in the United States. If, if you think that there aren't a million fucking divergent voices within that saying, oh, I don't think looting's the way, then you're dumb. And those people all have stake in this. So if you, the fucking suburbanite Twitter fucking NYU simp, can't fucking get that in your head that like, oh, maybe there's more than one way to skin a cat. Perhaps these are dialogues that should be embraced because they're all headed towards the same goal. I can reject them or I can embrace them, but I, I owe it to my own brain to think about them. The fact that you can't do that exposes you as a fucking clout chasing internet ghoul. So fuck you. Eric is still my man. Oh, I don't wow. care if he is. I don't care if he is a fucking mushy white liberal. Yeah. I don't care. I am a mushy white liberal, man. That's just what it is. Let's just listen. We can't deny our own natures. <laughs> no, I'm a reasonable adult. That's unallowed. That's not allowed. And I mean, the fact apparently. that you don't work with your hands. The fact that you don't work with your hands means that you're extra fucked because you try explaining to somebody that you work in, in film or Mm -hmm. television Mm -hmm. and they don't know that you are the fucking blighted asshole who has to do all the fucking grunt work. They don't know that. They think that you're like chomping a cigar while walking on a treadmill, speaking into a Bluetooth being like, let's get Arnold for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Like, so Maybe if you were a machine smith, but if you were a machine smith, they would probably just assume you're racist because the thing that Twitter idiots love the most is to hate working class whites until one of them gets hurt by police. And then they go, look, you know, it's like, yo, you hated this person half an hour ago, Mm. which by the way, the guy in the 75 year old in Buffalo that got fucking pushed to the ground has had his head split open. Remember him? I did see that. Yeah virulent Twitter racist. Is that real? No, but it, but I could have convinced you it was because I mean, that would have been so on, that would have been so on brand for, for this world. Here's yeah. the thing. Eric, it's actually, it's kind of a safe over, assumption. It is, he was rushing over to them to embrace the cops and say, you're doing a great job. <laughs> 
yeah, so listen, yeah. I wonder. Everybody. I wonder if, if it came out like that. I wonder how that would change the conversation about it because you still. I mean, in my view, even the most ugly of person, you can't push them down and split their head open. Still, not a good thing to do. But in the view of some people, your your horrible views justify you dying violently. Right. And I'm in the other place. Uh, rights are rights for a fucking reason. Yeah, dude. They extend to the worst people among us. The absolute worst. A pedo has got all the fucking rights you do. And if that burns you up in some way, fuck you. You don't get it. You don't get anything. You think that but you can just be selective with rights and have them extend. Yo, that's exactly what we're arguing against right now in the fucking street. That's exactly like it's exactly what we're arguing against. And yet you don't fucking get that when it applies to your own life. People yeah. are fucking bad, Eric. Now, <clears throat> listen, I'm going to hijack this for 10 more seconds to explain the following. Uh, yes, Eric is he's the based cuck. That's what he is. He, he's, he, he's the cool cock okay. and, and, and it is what it is. Uh, his incredibly milk toast. I don't know about looting. If that opens him up, for, if, if that opens up him up for cancelization, just cancel me too. I don't give a fuck. I'll go down in flames with him. We can suck each other's cocks in hell. Yes. I don't care. Uh, because reasonable people are talking about that everywhere, literally everywhere, except for the internet. So maybe some of you need to understand what actual discourse is, not Twitter LOL discourse where you tack on an LOL at the end of your idiotic statement in the hopes that it somehow dunks on somebody by showing how little you care about their opinion. <laughs> LOL. Yo, stop that Twitter nonsense. It's a four alarm fire. They're fucking detaining people without reason. You know what I mean? They're saying that they can, that fucking military can enter your home. And if you're out here fucking canceling someone, you are, you're mentally ill. It, like when we are on the other side of this, whatever that might look like, you need to receive emergency treatment because you are unfucking well. If you took a moment to cancel somebody in the last week, you're deranged and you need help. I'm not mad at you because you're fucking insane and you need uh, the attention and services of a medical professional. Well, There's I, I feel so. Eric, military. There's yeah. military in the streets and you're fucking talking to me about fucking uh, like, who is it this week? You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. Well, here's the, here's the thing, right? So like, I feel like the, per so this podcast, this is what we do, right? We talk about the, di generally the idea of this podcast is we're talking about the discourse of what is happening on Twitter, the timeline being the operative word in our title. Um, I think it's, I think it's worth saying that obviously all the shit that's going on in the street is not representative of what's act of what's, what the discourse is on Twitter entirely. I mean, there's obviously a lot of crossover, but so when we talk about, you know, the insane person trying to cancel, I don't know, Nicki Minaj this week, uh, we're not talking about the, the, what, the protests or the, 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 I don't know if we, are we ready to call what's happening a movement? Maybe it's a movement. It's been about a week. Um, what's happening in the street at large, right? Is that fair to say? Do I think a movement is taking place where there's been people uh, protesting for the last week and a half? Yeah, I think. Probably. Well, no, what I'm saying is 
when so when we gripe about the the mentally ill person on Twitter that's obsessed with ruining the careers of people that you know might have a dissenting opinion or disagree with them, that that discussion that we're having is not necessarily equivalent to what's going on in the world at large. No, listen, you wanted to do a thing that I think is noble. You're you were a scared pussy, but yes. but the 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 outcome <laughs> the outcome is going to be good, which is <laughs> which is you said, "Hey, people know where we're at on this and they know what's going on in the world. We're not a news source and we're also like we've already aired out how we feel about cops, how we feel about the moment. Let's do something that people can if they want to put it off, they don't got to listen to it this week, but we'll just do something entertaining and, and, and fucking try to raise people's spirits. So look for anybody that wants to fucking hammer us with this nonsense. We're going to get into this in a little, in a little while with the Instagram rapists of the week and the tone that it has taken recently. Yeah. But uh-oh. If, if, any, if anybody wants to hammer us for like not using our platform, yo, everybody knows how Eric and I feel. Yeah. You can't put your, you can't put your knee on a man's neck for nine minutes. It's that there's my official statement. Yeah. But, so, but also, I mean, in follow up from, from that was our statement last week in follow up, you also can't suspend habeas corpus and you also can't put people in prison for, for peacefully marching in the streets. No, you can't. And that you really we can, can't. we can call back to our episode where we, I guess sort of cuckishly defended in a cuckish kind of way, but we kind of did. Uh, defended the people that were protesting the lockdown. Oh, I mean, uh, I defend them. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, listen, I, I go on record so many times with this. I think that your right to peaceful protest, and I use peaceful in a very broad way, by the way, like it can include occupation and it can include destruction of property. Like y- your right to peaceful protest is absolute sacrosanct. So I think, I, I think that that is saying, I think that that, that applies no matter how insane your cause. So even if I thought that the protesters that, that were uh, about the lockdown, if I thought that they were insane, then I would still think that they are within their rights and I would still advocate for their ability to voice this for sure. And so, yeah. So if, if, And then it's something, if it's something that is actually righteous, then of course everybody feels good about it, but it could be the circumcision dudes, you know, the circumcision dudes that are at every weird fucking rally. They just show up and they're like, yeah, no circumcision either. Like, like it'll be people being like, smash the state. And they'll be like, yeah, the state, uh, you know, the state's responsible for these circumcisions. We got to end this. Like if you've (laughs) ever been to a city hall, there is usually some circumcision guy there. And he's anti circumcision. Have you ever seen the Ma- the Maglev guy? Have you ever seen that guy? No. Who's this guy? I've seen. So a couple of years ago, I saw. I was in. Uh, um, I guess it was like Herald Square in Midtown, and there were a bunch of uh, what I thought as I was passing by some like pro Trump, uh, like little little tiny like pro Trump rally happening in Herald Square, and I was curious, so I I walked over to investigate what was going on. And it was these dudes that were handing out leaflets about how Trump wants to build a maglev that would be the new Silk Road from stretching that would stretch from China all the way through Korea, through over the land bridge into Alaska and into the lower 48. And I was like, 
I, I, I read the literature and I talked to them and I said, guys, I got to tell you, I've, I've never heard of this ever. And they said, that's what we're here for. We're here to educate you. Yeah. And they said, no, Trump's all about the maglev. You got to read up on the maglev. It's really important. Trump, Trump always talks about the maglev. And I was like, what? I, I, does he? How, how do you spell this? What, what, what word are you saying? Maglev. So it's like, it's a, tra- they have them in Europe. They're like trains that, that run on like magnets. Oh, M-A-G-L-E-V. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like like a, a, a gauze rifle if we were playing uh, uh, Battletech. Yes, exactly. uh, So, <laughs> so um, what's the what's – I threw, the I, I threw you off track with the maglev. We're talking about people that uh, – having the right to protest being uh, sacrosanct across the board. Yes, uh, ma- a mass driver is what it's called when you uh, uh, coil uh, magnets in such a way to propel an item. Right. Um, okay. Uh and that's what they're doing with these trains. Good. Let's get the maglev. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm pro-Trump. Pro, so, yeah, you're pro-Trump now because the maglev. Yeah, that's all it took. Yeah. If we can get a bullet train to Vegas, I'll vote for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, listen. Uh, we're just doing some fucking uh, ha-cha-cha, fucking make-you-laugh nonsense. Uh, if it doesn't suit you this week, put it off for another week. It's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's cool. It is what it is. Yeah. We're going to be doing a goofy fucking podcast talking about some fucking occasionally serious shit because that's all that's going on in the world at the moment. Yeah. But at the end of this, I want, I have an idea that I want to pursue. Okay. Now, Eric, how much do you rely on our Patreon money? Rely on it? Um, I would rely is not like, the word. Like pay for your insulin? Uh, it, 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 it pays for my dialysis three times a week. Yeah, <laughs> because I want to. It doesn't got to be next month, but the sometime very soon, I want to take the entire. This is going to be a fundraiser because I want to take the entire, the, the the whole fucking till, all of it. Yes, and and spend it on OnlyFans. Okay, that I think that I think that people will be so excited for us to spend. A grand on fucking OnlyFans (laughs) that they will give us that money to do so. I want to make it the bit that every couple months we spend the Patreon money on something so perfectly absurd that people can't help but fucking bite. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's. I think. I think if we spend a thousand U.S. dollars. On fucking OnlyFans, I think, which, by the way, if we spent a thousand dollars on OnlyFans in a month, you and I would not have time to look at all of those, all of those accounts. No, definitely like, not. Is it, but I think it's a fun exercise, and I want to start stimulating the economy because uh, this, uh, the, the these mistruths about COVID uh, have me inspired to uh, be my own economist. You know what's really funny. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe funny is not the right word, but you know, what's wild is that people have pivoted so much. Everything that's been going on in the last week has, has been so shocking and, and, and attention consuming and scary at times that I don't even know if we could get canceled for our COVID takes. Oh no, people listen the people that are now get you want to hear the most insane thing that it it pivoted at a 180 to now if you say hey guys 
this COVID's still out there and it's dangerous. You get fucking canceled immediately. <laughs> People say, "Oh, why are you trying? Why are you trying to?" Uh, uh, decentralize the the conversation on Black Lives, and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. You don't get to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't get to say that. You, you, you told us that we were going to literally physically expire, that we would die in a hospital, unable to. We had to look at our parents through glass as we fucking breathe into a ventilator and then drowned in our own fucking mucus. That's what you told us was inevitable if we left our houses. And now there's over a hundred virologists who are who signed a thing saying, uh, "Yeah, these protests are more important than COVID." Yo, you have lost all credibility. Every ounce of credibility. Anybody that follows a COVID order after this is is as big a bootlicker as anybody in this conversation. Like, okay, check this out. Here's uh, here's an update from a stay-at-home order uh, from Contra Costa County. Social Outdoor gatherings of up to 12 people are allowed. Okay. Okay. How do you, how do you feel about that? That's the latest update. I think the, I think Pro- the protests that have been going on have had a few more people than 12, right? Hold on. I'm there. The next order protests of up to a hundred people are allowed. Eric, let's take those two orders. One after the other. Okay. Social outdoor gatherings of up to 12 people. Unless, you're protesting. Well, what? The, I I think the virus is scared of protests. Yo, it is so fucking crazy that we can say two things at the same time and not have them clang against each other, at least in our brains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, listen, everybody, I can say go out there and protest because I think the virus is fake as fuck. <laughs> but. But you people who fucking attacked me and said that I was fucking terrible for suggesting that we go back to work, not for suggesting that. Well, I did say we should cough in each other's mouths, but just saying that (laughs) we should go back to work. People hit us and told us that we were misusing our platform and we were doing the devil's work. And now where are you? You know, I'm going to find that dude that attacked us. I'm going to find that dude that attacked us and ask him if he's against black lives. <laughs> we were, we, we were getting slammed in the mentions. It was, it was real for a second. Yeah. Where are you now? Mentioners? Where are you now? <laughs> it's where quite, are you less than a month ago? Like literally um, probably, maybe even less than three, probably, probably it was probably two weeks ago. See, but this is the moralists. This is the moralists brain. This is how it works if you believe you're dying on a cross right now and and you are sacrificing yourself for all of humanity. This is your moralist fucking simpleton fucking evangelical Christian brain where you think that because you're on the side of righteousness that everything you said the week before no longer matters. As long as the top keeps spinning and landing on you being righteous, it does not matter to you what you said even an hour before. It doesn't matter. You're, you're on the right side of history. Yo, my dudes. I am for these protests and I'm also think COVID is a crock of shit, but what is your rationale? I want to hear your rationale. If I thought that COVID was real and it was deadly, I would be very concerned. I just attended a protest that had probably 50,000 people. So what now, you know what I'm saying? What now? 
Great question. I don't know. I don't know how, you know, there's two, I mean, I guess what people have decided is that the protests are more important than that. And I mean, again, I think we both agree, but, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a little contrary to what was two weeks ago. Very contrary. Uh, where would you like to go to? Would you like to go to, uh, my brush with policing or would you like to go with, uh, clout, clout, uh, vampires online? Mm. Well, is it real quick before we, before we get into it? Is it, I want to be delicate about this. I'm going to put on my, my extra padded, uh, mushy cuck shoes. Uh, is it yes. self-congratulatory to mention the donations that we made? Um, no, it's, it's, uh, I would call it self-preservation because if you don't, then people think that you, uh, join the clan, <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, it, at the end of the day, people will like, Drew Brees gave like fucking 33, $33 million to fucking uh, uh, charities, mostly black charities. Holy and cow. it didn't save him this week when he, when he said something dumb. What did he so say? Wait, wait, wait. At the end of the day, uh, he was asked about some of the protests and he said, look, I'm just never going to stand by uh, a protest that disrespects the flag or the, or, or, or the, uh, or, or the military or some, uh. some shit like that. Right. And, and then people killed him, but then teammates came out and said, yo, Drew is one of the nicest, best intentioned men I've ever met in my life. And he's not stupid. So it's my belief that either he misspoke or this is a man that can be talked to. And, and, and there, there's, there's no reason to cancel this guy. You fucking idiots. He's, he's a complex individual that probably just isn't right on this thing right now. Let's talk to him. That's what his teammates are saying because his teammates saw that this dude is like, listen, I don't give a fuck about Drew Brees for anybody that's curious. I'm not fucking holding water for Drew Brees. I don't give a fuck. I don't know who, but, you know who he is. Is he a football player? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, uh, <clears throat> I think one of the, I'm pretty sure new Orleans is one of the blackest places in the United States. And, and uh, he played there forever. Um, so he, he's like very much, and played well for a number of years, but uh, he is well liked. And for him to come out and say this very clunky Tom Brady esque nonsense uh, is it didn't go well. But I love I lo- I really liked his teammates. His black teammates came out and were like, "Hey, this is one of the best dudes I've known in football." I'm going to reach out to him. I'm sure that there's just something lost in the communication here. And I thought that that was like such a nice vibe to have like actual advocates that are like, Hey, no, like, listen, uh, I saw this dude in action. I saw what this dude, uh, gives up every year in charity. Uh, and, uh, you know, him saying one dumb thing doesn't erase all that. I thought that was really great. That's what everybody needs. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, so, so to that end then do, okay. So I'll, it's on Twitter. I mean, I guess most people probably don't follow us on Twitter because I think we have, I don't know. It's probably about half. Hang on. I'm logging in right now. Um, we put the Patreon money, uh, plus a little extra to some places this month, uh, in, in, uh, in, in going with the theme and the, with the, um, you know, everybody's trying to do their part here. So we put some money to uh, the Innocence Project, which I think is pretty meaningful to both Pat and I. 
it's something that on, if I didn't get into media or film, it's something I considered as a career path going into advo- advocacy work for. But the Innocence Project works on uh, exonerating people that are wrongfully imprisoned. And um, we put some more money to the bail project, which is similar concept, bail money for people that can't afford it. Um, yeah. There's no reason. There's no reason, everybody, <laughs> that – Regardless of how you feel about these protests, I don't. I don't want to do the thing where I assume everybody in our audience agrees with everything, like that sure. we think is just inher- inherently right. Right. Know? Right. Yeah. Uh, no. Definitely not. And I, I had a little. I like had a moment where I was like, well, you know, like people donating to the the Patreon. I don't know if necessarily, you know, are they are people going to be mad about their money, you know, going to a thing that maybe they don't necessarily support? But eh, you gave it to us. Fuck you. We're spending on fucking OnlyFans, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think they can. I'm buying a chain. I think they can endure us giving it to a charity. So, yeah, it's going to Nambla, and we're not apologizing. <laughs> so, it, it, here, here's the point. Um, there's no reason that somebody should sit in jail for uh, something minor uh, because they don't have the resources to get out. There's no reason that they should, and I'm. This is me going to be talking very practically now, not very wokely. Mm. Um, there's no, there's no reason that some of these skinny little bitch kids at these protests that I went to should be sitting in a cell with a dangerous person. Wow. There, there, there's, there's no reason for that. Like, you're, the fact that you're being arrested for peaceful protest is already egregious enough. Uh, the idea that they would try to scare you straight by sending you to actual jail to be around professional criminals uh, who may not may not have a ton of respect for you. Let me put this. Let me let me just put this as delicately as I can. Uh, it is. Uh, there's no reason that anybody should sit there longer than overnight, and uh, that's that's why bail is uh, imperative. Uh, a lot of people are just broke too. Let's not forget that. I'm watching a guy dab on my timeline right now. Well, you know what? That'd be the change you want to see in the world. Um, <laughs> I like how you took our, our, our generous donation and used it to, uh, to, uh, admonish the, uh, the, the, the skinny bitches, as you put it, uh, in the streets. Listen, I, I'm genuinely worried for every protest. Yeah. No, I, me too. I, I'm scared. I'm scared for every protest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, what's really interesting. I, How familiar are you with, uh, the battle of Seattle? I believe it's known as, uh, is that the, uh, the, the G eight summit thing that happened years ago? Yeah. The G eight summit took, it was in 2000. I want to say so long, 20 years ago. Now it was in, Holy shit! I'm old. I remember that. Like it was not 20 years ago. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it was the year 2000 and um, it was, you know, it was these big, big, you know, citywide protests similar to what we're seeing, although it wasn't, it was just localized within Seattle. It wasn't on a, a national scale like this one is, but, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, my understanding of it, I, I watched a documentary on it a few years ago and I believe the trajectory, the, the narrative, I believe it lasted a little over a week. And the way it played out is more or less exactly the way things are playing out right now. 
where uh, things uh, spiral from peaceful protest to within a day, uh, the uh, right wing's uh, narrative of uh, overeducated white agitators came in and ruined the protest for everybody. That and uh, also just and, and, and the way that like the uh, by like after a week, the police the policing went into full like absolutely fuck it mode and rolled in tanks and just started like really kicking the shit out of people. Well, okay. Yes, that is true. And, uh, a lot of property damage, um, assault on police. Yeah. Assault on protesters. Yeah. Um, I, um, I know we didn't want to make this the heaviest episode in the world. Uh, We'll pivot right Everybody, after this. We'll get this out. A scared cop is the most dangerous thing in the world, and you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if if this is a very – if this matter – if you think that your role in this, the best role that you can have is being a martyr literally, then I can't convince you otherwise. I, w- I wish you the best of luck in Valhalla or wherever the fuck you go. But – I there's nothing scarier than a, than a, than a frightened police officer. And when I see people celebrating that the cops are scared now, yo, New York announced that they're doing nonstop overtime for the cops. I don't think people realize what that means that, and people are saying like, Oh look, cops are, cops are quitting every day. Cops are, are, are refusing to go to work. It's a victory. No, no, no. When you're talking about something like New York, if the protests continue, if you're talking about a police force that is, that is low morale and squeezed uh, in terms of their they're mentally fatigued, and if you think that that's a victory, maybe I'm not here to tell you it's absolutely not. But what I'm telling you is that it's going to cost some protesters their lives. Now, does that mean that I'm against them, the protesters? No. Again, I think <clears throat> I uh, personally, and you can cancel me for this. Personally, I I need a I, I need something to mar I need a policy matter to march on. Like it can't be like I need a list of demands. Let me put it like that. I need a list of demands. So when it was, hey, these officers need to be arrested and indicted, whatever, that's that's a demand, and I'm with that. And if the pol- and if the march is now uh hey, we need these reforms today, I'm with that and I'll I'll march with you. But Otherwise, this is becoming Occupy, and some of you are too young to remember Occupy, but it's becoming that, where the the list of demands is not clear, so it is losing focus, and all you've got is an us versus them. And with police, again, like, you know, uh, I don't think anybody wants the relationship that Mexico has with their police. I don't think anybody wants that. But that's like kind of where we're headed right now, where it is literally a paramilitary, where it is literally a gang. And I I have some real concerns about not the rhetoric. I understand rhetoric is what it is. I understand sloganeering is what it is, but but I, I just need some focus on on what happens next. Like what like what is the plan? I'll go I'll go fucking march. I, I'll I'll fucking go get hit in the head by a police officer today. I'll spend the night in jail today, but I need to know what I'm getting hit in the head for. And it can't be that I'm, that I'm really mad about this tragedy. 
it has to be what is the reform I need now. And again, I'm, I'm happy to jump in for whatever that is, but it's, uh, it's gotta come soon the biggest, because the, otherwise the, the, the biggest one on. that I've seen is, uh, the defunding the police. Okay. So <clears throat> let me bring in my personal experience with that. Uh, yesterday I, I was attacked with a knife. You were, what, uh, what happened? And so I walk down the street and uh, I'm walking on the sidewalk and I see from a closed uh, storefront ahead, uh, something is, is thrown into the street. I don't think anything about it, right? Somebody throwing some trash, whatever. Don't think anything about it. Uh, and then I keep walking. And when I get to that, I look at the thing in the street, looks like a fishing line. I can't figure it out for the life of me. I'm just staring at it. And then I pan my head right to the storefront and behind one of the pillars crouched very low is what appears to be a 15 year old kid crouched really low, like Gollum, like scary, you know, like, cause that's not how people behave. Yeah. So it's weird. So then, then this individual flies out from behind the pillar with a knife and rushes me. And I look at this person, I realize, Oh, that's, that's not a, that's not a young, that's not a teen boy. That's, that's a woman. And she's chasing me with a knife. And as my brother learned when he was chased in skid row in a similar fashion, uh, I said, damn, that's crazy. He said, I learned one important thing that I can, in a foot race, I can really burn a homeless guy. And that's what I learned (laughs) is that I can really, I can really burn a homeless lady in a foot race. Uh, so so but, in the, in the, in the, in the options of fight or flight, you chose flight. Eric, I'll tell you the funniest thing. I, I here's what I th- consider funny is in Cambodia. I, I, I was with my girl. We're in a car. Uh, they go so fucking fast on the highways. They have, and it's really like a game of chicken. They aren't, there's no lane. They don't respect lanes. Oh. Right. And, we're headed maybe 65, 75 miles per hour, uh, towards a, uh, truck, uh, in our lane looking directly at us. And, uh, maybe it's 60 feet in front of us and it's a game of chicken. Uh, and, but they can't get over because somebody is to their right and we can't get over cause somebody's to our left and we're going to die. <laughs> and, uh, my girl is panicked. She's gripping me and I'm giggling uncontrollably. Now we had to go off the road to, to not be struck by this other, by this truck. But what I learned, like my girl thought it was really funny that I thought it was funny. She thought, cause she was horrified and scared and whatever. And I think one of the most interesting things you can learn about yourself is your, uh, what, what is that? A sympathetic nervous system. Is that what it's called? Like the stuff that you have no control over. Yeah. Your lizard brain. I think brain. that that's your lizard brain. I think that shit is so interesting mm. because when this woman charged at me, I jumped into the street, kept my eyes on her blade and just yelled, bitch, what are you on? What are you on? <laughs> and, 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 and like, because I think I like, I have the most scooby-doo affectation when i'm scared <laughs> yeah I, yeah i actually go, I, I actually go oh you know <laughs> you kind of have which you is kind like, of have the build of shaggy too i do so 
I go, oh, but that, but this time I didn't do it. I, I just yelled, what are you on? What the fuck are you on? And, and, and ran into the street. Now here's where the story becomes. Now she was clear. She's examining her from across the street. She's, she was clearly mentally ill and homeless. Right. And she attacked two other people who also had to run. Uh, but here's where you learn something else about yourself is the depths of your pettiness. Because I stood across the street as she threatened me with a knife and I yelled, fuck your mother, fuck you bitch. (laughs) And gave her the finger and stood there while she gestured that she was going to kill me, but she knew she couldn't outrun me. And I knew I could outrun her. And so I'm just standing across the street, provoking a mentally ill homeless woman. And I couldn't help myself. Eric, I'm not kidding. It was like a, like a reaction I had no control over. Yeah. Like when I finished, when I finished, I was like, yo, I, I was just on the corner screaming, fuck your mother to someone who needs immediate mental attention. You (laughs) You you ran away from a 15 year old woman and you have the gall to call me a pussy. Listen, she was 30. She just looked like a 15-year-old boy when she was crouched oh, behind oh, a pillow. Okay. So so she was a th- listen, if she didn't have a knife, I wouldn't I mean, I would have stayed there and 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 uh, really punched her in the head over and over right. again until camera crews showed up. Rear naked, rear naked camp- chokehold. Right, right, right. Until I was canceled for the rest of my life uh, for during during the biggest uh moment of, of uh, black representation in the media ever. Uh, you've just got this footage of me punching a black homeless lady over yeah, and over that again. Would, that would not be uh, good. I, I, it would have done wonders for our show, though. We would have had a whole new audience. Patrick so, Kimmel, host of right-wing podcasts, seen in the street, uh, beating homeless person to death. So, but the knife, I'll tell you, a knife is is scary when it's like somebody's yeah. rushing at you. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, fuck around with so, so at any rate here, but she chased two other people and, and here, here's what I learned is, uh, I'm okay with this. I don't know. I don't trust. And this is my cynicism. I don't trust that everybody who's yelling for the defunding of the police are comfortable with the outcome because the reason that that woman was able to chase three people with a knife in broad daylight is because police were elsewhere. And they were not, I didn't even bother. Was I going to do call the cops? You know what I mean? Like they're not coming. So so like it's, it's, I worry that some of the, what we'll call privileged among the protesters who are calling for defunding the cops. I don't know if they, I don't know if they're playing that forward. Did you see the, we're now at the stage of the revolution, by the way, that uh, the ops, the, the, the counter revolutionaries, are using Klingon swords. Did you see this? No, I did not. It's footage. Apparently the story is that it starts filming, uh, as the truck is pulling around or pulling back, uh, around. And it's a redneck shit kicker truck that I guess yelled something out of the cab of the truck at some protesters. The protesters threw something at the truck and then the guy stops and the ki- and he starts getting out of his vehicle and the kids yell call the cops somebody call the police Jeez. listen listen everybody 
Am I saying it's right that this fucking crazy man jumped out of his pickup truck with a literal Klingon double dagger? You can look that up. It's insane. It was like this thing that's like attached to his hand. It looked like he was in like crawl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. He, was in, he was in Beastmaster. So <laughs> do, do I think it's okay that he jumped out of his truck and chased literal teens down the street with a, two knives? No, I don't think that's good. Do I think it is funny? The irony of somebody saying abolish the police screaming, call the police <laughs> when they are being chased. Yes, I do. I do think it's funny. I'm sorry. So I, uh, I think that there's a, a bit of a disconnect. I think that, uh, oh, actually this is related. I, I got a couple messages about a friend of mine who is a much more public, not more public. He's a much, um, he's a bigger figure than I am right by far. And he was advocating for policy. He, okay. he wasn't advocating. He was saying, Hey, protesters, uh, let's keep this same energy in the voting booth so we can affect some major policy and, and make some changes. Uh, this is a good time to learn about your representative and see what they're doing at this moment. It's important to, to look, to see what the people who are representing you, uh, are, are, what side of this are they on? Are they being silent? Are they what? And people wrote me to say, Hey, what's up with your fucking rock the vote ass pussy liberal fucking cuck ass friend who who is doing his Eric thing out here and telling us to not burn down the world. And, uh, I think that we have to be honest with ourselves that one of two things, either you're trying to dismantle the system entirely, in which case there is on the other side of this, we don't know. We don't like it's a it's a black box. We don't know what's on the other side of that. We can take some educated guesses, but we don't know. Or uh, at the end of this, your representative will now be pliant to these ideas and be your advocate in the when it comes to policy change and lawmaking. And if that is the case, if we think that anything will be standing at the end of these protests and, and that there will be uh, an American democracy of some type, which I think is a safe assumption. Then you need people that are concerned with policy because that's where things actually change. And I, I wonder if that is lost on some of the protesters. Hmm. Probably. Probably fair to say. Like Eric, without any judgment, without you, without you advocating for the maintenance of a racist system, do you believe that there will be a United States? And do you believe that there will be police officers at the end of these protests? Uh, like you said, that's a pretty safe bet. So then, for people that want to abolish this, you either have to carry that hard line into the really into the self immolation stage of protest, or you have to accept that we're going to be aiming for reform on the other end of this. And the reform can be extreme. I, I, you know, like, listen, (laughs) 
I got to explain. I don't like cops. You can fuck yourself. Yeah. You haven't been listening. So I'm not going to even fucking do all the caveats, but if they're going to exist, then you need policymakers. That's what you need. I, I mean, unless you're like me and if you, if you're comfortable with people charging at you with a knife and having no recourse on anybody to, to call, if you're comfortable with that as I am, then let's do it. Let's fucking burn down the whole fucking thing. But I don't trust you. I don't trust my comrades. Let me put it like that. I don't trust my comrades. I don't trust the person marching alongside me that this is going to be a thing that matters to them moving forward. Or, or let me, let me rephrase that. That's unkind. I don't trust that they are willing to go all the way. Yeah. Well, I mean like in a mo- in moments like this, right. Emotions are high. People, people are marching. It's, it's, it's really more, uh, conducive to thing to slogans and to and to chanting you know what i mean it's but i think you're right i think it's in everyone's best interest that like on the other side of this you want to see some kind of you you would rather see reform than total fucking anarchy i mean or or not or not if that's not your vibe if you you know hell fuck it you know (laughs) like like if you want if you want anarchy then let's yeah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, what do I got? You know what I mean? Like, like I make less than a hundred grand a year and I got no kids. You know what I mean? Like you can bring me down to zero and I could sleep on a fucking uh, mattress under a bridge and it's not, you know, fuck it. What would you do without <laughs> Whole Foods? Uh, well, that's the problem. I, I mean, I think that the person that's advocating for the destruction of, uh, of uh, the, like the corporatist state would say, uh, well, Patrick, this will just mean that you have more opportunity to, to enjoy uh, uh, y- your local co-op. Uh, to which I would say, mm, interesting. I've traveled the United States uh, probably more extensively than anybody in our listenership, and I can assure them that uh, there, the majority of places on Earth do not have a local co-op. Yeah. So, so, so to me, I, w- I would feel a real loss if I didn't have access to my kind of big box style. Uh, uh, grocery, uh, stores that service me as a vegan. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'll probably start my own whole foods and, uh, guard it with, uh, AR 15s. Okay. All right. Well, that, that sounds like a, I mean, a co-op that involves guards with AR 15 sounds like a real, that's like a real, um, throw in some like people like have a, have a, have a clinic in the back where people can safely shoot up and you've realized like the, 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 the utopian leftover crack society. Yes. Uh, which actually, Eric, how do you feel about this? I was listening to uh, a black libertarian, uh, talk about these, talk about what's going on right now. And I thought he had a compelling point, which is, uh, okay. So the libertarian stance is uh, by the way, everybody, I listened to uh, entirely too many libertarian podcasts in the last week and a half. Um, it, it, the libertarian stance is that the state monopoly on a, uh, uh, the, the state monopoly on aggression, on armed aggression, is the evil here, uh, and they tend to pivot away from the race conversation, which is interesting. Even even the black pundits in, in the libertarian sphere seem to pivot away from the race conversation. And say, 
the real issue is that you you should be armed and you should fire back on police to yeah, make yeah. it clear that they do not, they do not have the monopoly on, on aggression. Oh, and I think yeah. I think that's really bad <laughs> advice. I think that's horrible advice. Oh, this is where you e cock. <laughs> this 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 is where you come out from under your fucking slimy rock. This I think- is where you come. Go ahead, slave master. Tell the black people what they can't own. Go ahead. I, no, I would never presume to tell anybody what they can't own, save you know, short of the nuclear codes. Uh, but I, I'm going to say firing on cops isn't going to work out for you well in the long term, my friend. You know what? Uh, who, who, does anything work out for anybody in the long term? No, I guess not. You, you, otherwise, you're just doomed to get cancer, I guess. Exactly. Lives long enough, you get cancer. Whatever, you know, right. at least this way. So, but I thought that that was a very interesting position. That uh, the problem, like, uh, and actually, I thought this was such a perspective that uh, this narrative of unarmed black man. It's always important to the media to say unarmed, mm. and that's an that's interesting because in this, that, that I think that 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 is a thing that doesn't get discussed enough. If the if uh, George Floyd had been armed, would that mean you have the right to put your fucking knee on his neck? You know what I mean? Like, it, like in what sort? Like, what does that really mean when you say unarmed? What are you signaling? Right. Like, they're they're unarmed. Therefore, they're an innocent. Therefore, the murder was unjust. What if the man did have a weapon on him, as is his right in concealed carry states or open carry states, actually? So. Uh, what if he had a weapon on him and he was armed? Uh, you you have the right to kill the man? I mean, obviously not. But I, I think there's a valid concern that people have that, you know, I mean, you see, it's it's all over Twitter, but it, it, but it's a valid point. It's it's, you know, when the pro- people protesting the lockdown approached, you know, the the Capitol building with guns. It's obviously if if there's armed black men, people armed black men are going to be they're They're at risk of, you know, at the receiving end of violence from the cops more so than a white dude, potentially. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, so I think that's the that's what the concern is. I, I, you know, if, if the hypothetical is that if George Floyd was armed, would things have been different? Eh, I, I think, yeah. I think if George no, he would have died in he would have died in a hail of gunfire and uh, yes, and, and, and then right. there would be like well he was armed so it was justified you know what I mean right no I get it but like what I'm saying is <clears throat> like that libertarian argument holds weight with me which is wait a second wait a second wait a second what is the media attempting to signal by repeating unarmed all the time what is it is it in some way suggesting that black men are only innocent if they're not exercising their second amendment rights. And I think that that's a very, that's a compelling question. Like it, it like what is the narrative there? You know what I mean? Like wh- why is unarmed? It's, it's like when, uh, with, uh, like sexual assault allegations where they say credible accuser, yeah. like, yo, that, what does that mean? How does that differentiate from a, from a non-credible, uh, uncredible accuser? Sure. Like what, what does the language mean? And I think that that's like, I had never thought about it before in my life. So I was grateful for that 
new perspective that like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What does that mean? Like, why well, is that so, uh, so thoroughly underlined in the conversation? I think what it means, correct me if I'm, if I'm assuming incorrectly, but I think what it means is if you're highlighting the fact. No threat. Right, exactly. It's the lack of threat. And that the cops took an innocent life. But but the man was innocent even if he was armed. Right. No, for sure. But 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 what it does is, but it and it might be it, it's 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 um you know it could be a a, a racist you know uh, notion or a preconceived a racist a preconceived notion that just because the man was exercising his Second Amendment rights that by virtue of him having the gun on him that he was therefore a threat to the police. Yes, but I'm saying that I'm saying I in that respect I agree with the libertarians that you know that's not accurate. No, you know what I, I mean. It's like, on its face, no, it's not accurate. Sure, and and so, it's definitely a disparity because you you I I you wouldn't hear that that word unarmed. You wouldn't hear that qualifier necessarily if it was maybe a white person that was being reported on. That's a good point. I don't know if you'd hear unarmed white man. Right. (laughs) I I don't think I don't think that's likely. Yeah. So uh, listen, can I talk about clout monsters for a second? Um, yeah. Is is this, are we, is it relate? Do we want to keep on top of the, the, the protest or do we want to do something fun? Cause I, I feel like we, that we promised people that and we're now an hour into the show and we haven't, I don't know how much we've delivered. Okay. Let me just say then that, don't believe anything you read online. I'm sitting here watching the retweets and the likes on this total falsehood, like tweet, this total, it's at now it's 630,000 likes mm. and, and a quarter and a quarter of a million retweets. Mm. And the person in it knows that the information in it is incorrect. They know it. They, they later say, who cares about my choice of words? Oh, so, so they are keeping this up because they're getting high on, on all these retweets and likes. Right. And so do, do, uh, do you remember, uh, what's the kid's fucking name? It was a bizarre story. It was, uh, a black high school student who was found dead inside a rolled wrestling mat. Do you remember this? Mm, not ringing a bell. Okay, so like you know, it's like a pretty scary idea to be rolled up in a carpet or a wrestling mat or something sure. like that, right? Yeah. Okay, so that kid was found dead in in a wrestling uh, mat that was rolled up and uh, behind some bleachers, and obviously that's weird. Why would somebody do that, right? Like, what uh, how what kind of way is that to die? Yeah, a- and uh, it, it is Kendrick Johnson. Um, so Kendrick Johnson died that way. He was 17. And <clears throat> this is the second tweet of this type. You know how people are using this moment to bring other uh, injustices towards black people to light and say, hey, let's focus on this. On Let's open this case. Let's talk about this. While, while the momentum is here, let's get some justice for these yeah, people. Yeah, right? but I, I've, I've, I've also seen not even necessarily – I've seen tweets like that not necessarily pertaining to even black people. I've, I, someone was – a tweet was going around that was saying – 
we need to believe kids when they say that they've been touched or whatever, and, and they don't even know what that means. So why would they lie about it? And all I could think of was that, that, that school story that you, you, that scares the shit out of you. What was that called? Oh, um, the McMillan fuck, high uh, school or something. No, not high school. It was a preschool. McMartin preschool. McMartin preschool case. Um, Everybody look it up. Everyone look it up. It, it's you're going to be, it, it's more gripping than any fucking Netflix uh, show about uh, interrogation and crime. It's, it's beyond uh, an examination of, of the scariest parts of humanity. So, uh, wow. Weird time to be. Uh, oh yeah. I saw that. Like w- women were saying, you know, I was this age when I was sexually assaulted. I was that age when I was sexually assaulted. And that, that's been going around the internet at the same time. And I want to be like, Hey, I'm not saying your sexual assault's not fucking really important, but, uh, I don't know. seems like there's this other thing happening in the news cycle right now. That's pretty all consuming. Yeah. Um, so, but people, you know, people, when, when energies are high, people, say hey this is a good moment to try to get this thing that's important to me some shine yeah so i get it but but listen so i saw two tweets the first one was deleted after about twenty thousand likes uh because the person got the new information and did the right thing and deleted it this dickhead is not deleting it because they want a million retweets on a thing that is wrong so this kid what i say his name kendrick johnson kendrick johnson uh, died under mis- under suspicious circumstances, or at least mysterious ones. And it, so in this tweet, the person says that, okay, they dead black teenager wrapped in a wrestling mat inside the school gym, upside down with some organs missing, and then they had the nerve to rule it a suicide, a fucking suicide. So, okay. Then this person corrects, which has a fraction of, of the likes and a fraction of the retweets, no matter what the choice of words, either accident or suicide, the point still remains. It was a cover up. The FBI covered this shit up. So, okay. So the, it wasn't ruled a suicide. It was ruled an accident, but here's it, it, Eric. Did you catch the part where they said some organs were missing? Yes, I did. That was quite curious. Go on. Yeah. Quite curious. Also totally inaccurate. Mm. So, so here's where the organs went missing. It wasn't that he was found in a gym in a wrestling mat, missing organs. Tell me more. That's not true. Okay. As this person would have you believe it isn't, it, it's not true. What is true is that when they, uh, when the family requested an autopsy, some of the organs weren't returned and the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the coroner, not the coroner, the, uh, uh, the funeral home operator did what they do which is gross and why everybody should just fucking be put into cardboard boxes and, and dropped in the ground. They filled the kid with newspaper and sawdust and shit like that. Right. Which and they, is, took the, they took the organs and ground them up into liverwurst. Yeah. So here's the thing. What's important in this tweet? Is it that there is a, a dead black teenager who died under mysterious circumstances? Yes, that is the important part. However, when you get every fucking detail of a thing wrong and then you leave it up because you're a clout-obsessed demon, it makes it undermines your legitimacy and makes it so people just dismiss you. And I wish that I could fucking this is like I've seen so many of these in the last couple of days. People like going really hard on things being wrong 
factually inaccurate about a lot of shit that is relevant to the fucking thing they're talking about. And then leaving it up after they're corrected because they can't not love the clout. And yo, it's bad. Everybody it's fucking bad. Yeah. The only instance of that, that I saw where someone was being misrepresentative. Um, so there were two, uh, people have been posting like police scanner, uh, excerpts. And there were two very ugly ones. One where, where one of the cops says like, shoot the motherfuckers. And then one where a got a cop says like, one cop says, Hey, we got, uh, we got some protesters, uh, blocking the road. And another cop chimes in and says, run them over. And those were two separate. And I believe one was from the LAPD and one was from the NYPD, both ugly, both horrifying, both. You don't need to take them out of, con- you, you can leave them in their original context and they would still be like, holy shit, that's fucked up. But for some reason, I came across a video where someone put the two together as if it was one, one recording. And I was like, why? Why'd they do that? Why do you do that? Yo, everybody, you don't need propaganda when you're on the right side. Exactly. When when you're on the correct side, when you're on the correct side of these things, you don't need propaganda. You don't need to like... I honestly think that shit's all a psyop because the more that you fucking misrepresent and you lie, it undermines your credibility. It makes it feel like the the other side must be doing it on your behalf because, yo, all – listen, there's a very – there's a germane conversation about race in America at the George Floyd thing. Sure. Obviously. Obviously. However – you could relate to anybody in your family and any human being by saying, I'd like you to watch this video. And no matter how they feel about black people, they will feel that this man did not deserve this and that these officers be punished. There's nobody in your life who is sane, who wouldn't feel that way. Not a person. So why, why is there any need to, to alter the facts to, to be more in your favor when the most horrifying thing is true? (laughs) Do you understand? Like, like we don't need to put a cherry on top of the fucking thing. The Sunday sells itself. It's fucking horrific. Like, so everybody, you're not doing any good it looks like a psyop it looks like opposition shit yeah it does it's weird it's i don't i don't understand why what why that's necessary it's really it's really strange to me um anyway do we have we have more to say on this no 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 we we talked about that shit a whole lot but i think it's going to come up in a, a little bit in this in even if i attempt to talk about uh kind of like internet rapist of the week. It, it, what's crazy is that all this shit is seeping into that. It's seeping into the comment sections where it's usually just revolting creeps and, and, and slithering simps. Right. See, it's now, it, it, it's now politicized. There. How is that possible? Because I was convinced that going into this, that do it, that, that us, that this being our thing for the episode, that we would, that this would be a free zone of, of that. Oh, no, no, no. So let, let, let me explain. <clears throat> Happy to explain, Eric. Uh, so women who make their money 
being sexual online, uh, showing their titties and shit like that, uh, are now getting their feet to the fire about these political issues. So here's a woman who it's her in a sports car. No, in a Jeep with the top down and it's just her cans jiggling. Now that's all it is. It's just her big fake titties just floating in the wind. Right. Uh, and it's, you know, it's your normal creepos and simps and, and, and people like that in the, in the, uh, comments, a lot of kissy faces. Wow. You're so sexy. Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Uh, you were the hottest one on the planet. Wish I was behind you. That's a weird one. Uh, <laughs> let's see. And then somebody has to drop in and said, I like you, how you have a lot of scenes with black guys, but you haven't said, I haven't seen anything uh, saying you stand with us. If I'm wrong, please educate me. Oh my God. Yo, yo, listen, you went to the titty. <laughs> to make, like, yo, I respect titty ladies. I think that this is a job like any other, but you went to the titty lady and demanded a statement from titty lady. I think the idea of you demanding a statement is fucking nuts. Uh, and, and from anybody, because like, look, Eric, you want me to flex? Yes. Okay. I've said very little about this topic. Very uh, like on my social media, uh, at the end of this week, I'll have given about $25,000 to charity. Oh, wow. I have, I haven't said a ton of shit about this. but yo, not every, firstly, let me say this, this is not me for the record, but it is some people. If you're over a certain age, you're familiar with the idea of monkey wrenching. This is direct action in defense of the planet. It's environmentalism of the earth crisis variety, right? Like whether that's spiking a tree, um, uh, destroying, uh, 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 earth movers, whatever it is. And if you're of that generation, the idea of you talking about your, your strident, intense politics in public goes against that go. It, it's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to keep your shit quiet. That's not me. I'm not out here throwing a brick at a cop's head, but I'm telling you that there are people out here who are quiet for reasons that you would advocate for. Is it the influencers? No, it's not the influencers, but it's weird that you would just assume the worst of people instead of the best. Does that make any sense? It's weird that you would just rush to like, I haven't seen you do shit. Firstly, what, what are you, my fucking auditor? You know what I mean? Like what you fucking, you haven't seen me. What are you, are you my government assigned censor? You know what I mean? Why would you see me do anything? Fucking lunatic. But I'm seeing a lot of that in these simp comments, like a lot of like, Oh, interesting. You do know people are dying. You you know what I mean? Like that one comes up like, okay, here's a woman. uh, It's a photo of her, of her tits. Good looking girl, brunette. Question for you guys. Do you consider yourself to be the jealous type in a relationship? One to 10. How jealous are you? As for me, I'm about a two. 
right? Okay. Now there's a larger conversation that we can have to take us off the topic of fucking, uh, George Floyd protest. That is what's up with all the lunatics who engage with this community? Like she got 2000 replies of people going, I'm like a two or three, you know, I'm a confident partner. Yo, this isn't a message. What are you talking? What kind of engagement is this? It's like, <laughs> that this one's a, really weird. It's not a group chat. These aren't your friends. I don't, I don't know. Maybe people are out here making friends. Yeah, I'm sure that Scott Moeller, 52. Um, oh, who does have a thousand followers. He, he loves rock and roll music. He loves pro football and the beach. And he's married with grown <laughs> children and grandchildren. And then he just says Gmail. I don't know why he says just <laughs> Gmail in his bio, but, but, uh, but he says, I'm a one or a zero, not jealous in a relationship. And then the boob lady responds with, that's amazing. So what kind of exchange is that? Like, what are we going for here? She responded to hundreds of these people, by the way, which is crazy. Yeah. That's why um, hundreds. Be saying like, I mean, she's a pro. Um, but here's the thing, man. Is, like, that, is, that, is that the kind of because when you do that, right? As a public as a public figure, you create a uh, an expectation. I always think it's better for the people to just like not engage at all because then there's never any expectation of engagement. Once you engage with one of them, no. two of them, three of them, four of them, you gotta. You now are people are now going to have this assumption about you. I agree. Stay on a pedestal. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I had to, if I, if I had my career to do over again, I would have done like a Morrissey thing. You know what I mean? Don't engage me with like on any level. Think I'm above you. No, you're, you're a man of the people. That sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yes. It sucks so bad. My friend that was getting, uh, uh, killed for, 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 uh, being like too mild on his takes for being like an ecuck style, like, mm. like a moderate perspective, even though he's not at all a moderate, he was just advocating for, uh, immediate policy change after this, uh, moment, uh, has become less hot. Like, okay, let's funnel that fucking energy into actual change. When he was saying that, like, uh, I talked to him and he's like, yo, being notable is crazy because there's not no, there's no money. So like you're just getting expectations and people like thinking that you have ha- like owe them a specific thing, but you're, there's no like, what's the, like, unless you're an egoist who like wants to lead others, mm. what is there? Like, why are you uh, like, I just wanted to make something good and then people liked it and yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that take to that shit, right? That some people want that more than that. Like people that are clout chasers, right? Fame chasers or whatever. I don't even, I don't think they're really in it for the money. I think these people are comfortable enough in their lives that they, the money doesn't really concern them. I think it's real. I think they, they all just want to be Jim Jones. I agree. I agree. Uh, Hold on. I'm going to do, we might have a moment here. Um, Mandy underscore Lamarini six, 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 who I don't want, to, I don't want to talk out of turn. I think she, I think she's a German prostitute. Uh, I think, I mean, she's definitely 
she's a sex worker for sure, but I might have her ethnicity fucked up. What makes her interesting is that she uh, has like a tattoo across her cheek as though her cheek is ripped open. Um, which is like an interesting move. Kind of sounds Germanish. It does. Right. Yeah. It's an interesting move for somebody that sells their appearance. They're like incredibly strange looking. Let me put it like that. Like as a result of what's going on here. Um, and she just started alive, but there's only 27 of us and nobody's saying anything yet. Should I engage with her? Hmm. Wait, what is she saying? She's not saying anything. She's looking at the camera. Uh, oh, no, she just put on a gamer headset. Oh, we might be playing some Fortnite. Yeah. What are we going on here? The Fortnite escorts have arrived. Yeah, um, finally. Let's see. Oh, no, it's people speaking German. This is not going to work. You get this You get this germo talk out of here. <laughs> get these krauts away from me. I think her boob just fell out. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, she she's just looking at the she's just looking at the screen, but is totally passive. Nothing happening. All right, we're getting out of there. We're gonna go back to uh, the example that I gave earlier, which is a woman who is uh, she. Okay, so it's her nude and uh, or not nude in lingerie. And she says, just trading crypto in my undies. I'm giving $1,000 to a follower chosen at random. So drop your Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App in the comments. Comment as many times as you like. And then just wanted to – here's a comment from Dr. Josh 9. You make me moister than an oyster. Oh. But he doesn't give his fucking – so what? I, I, I th- your Venmo is Dr. Josh 9? You know what I mean? Like you didn't give your Venmo. You just said the word Venmo. And then moist uh, than an oyster. You could be banned for that language. What about Thomas Montoya 35? I would love nothing more than to just take a lick down that landing strip. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Was he an extra in the Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely living in the past. For sure. <laughs> yeah, this is how 80s people speak. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Yeah. Let's see. I love um, it. Do you think what's it? What was his name? What, what was his username? Uh, that I believe it was what? What I say? Josh Montoya, thirty-five. Thirty-five. Do you think thirty-five is the age he tells people that he is? Oh yeah, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but there, there, there's a there's like a hardcore adjacent dude who got caught on Tinder being a good six, seven years younger than he actually is, oh. which I think is like, 
It's a very funny. I'm not mad at it. Listen, we're all getting older. Everybody lies about their age. I'm fine with it. Ultimately, uh, not everybody aged as gracefully as me. Some people got to lie, but like, <laughs> I it, it, it's a weird one to get caught in, though. It is a weird one. At that age, you got to just start angling for women that are into the into older dudes. Yes, I agree. You, you got to be on it, and there's enough out there. It's not like there's it's crazy. so many out there. Uh, like, you know, it, it also like it, old dudes are weird because they're, they're very scared of their age, but there's no reason to be scared. It's because as um, you get older, you just get softer and it's like and, and you get more you get more. I don't know. Is it embarrassed? You're, is, are, do you become more sheepish because your dick no longer works? Like, what is it? I, yeah, it's, it's a low T response. Yo, Vixen official. The 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 Vixen porno uh, company, which is good quality work. I just don't, you know, it's not my like vibe as, as far as the girls looks. But um, so the big thing in porno this week is um, uh, calling out companies that allow for uh, IR rates, mm. right? So interracial interracial rate, having a different rate to fuck a black guy than a white guy, right? Uh, and they're like a lot of the um, agents are getting hammered right now because sure. an agent's job is to get you the most amount of money. So, you know, um, it, it, it's these agents have done a thing that is objectively kind of racist, you know what I mean? But uh, it, they're getting now is like a time right now. Everybody's settling their grievances. If there's anybody that you don't like, this week is is just like fire into the crowd and hope that they get hit. So like, you know, like, oh, I don't like this about the porn industry. Now's the time. So people jumped on it. And to be honest, it took off. And now these companies like Vixen have had to address it and be like, oh, you know, we've been imperfect in the past. We're going to work on that. We have listened. We have learned. We ha- We will continue to learn. Like, look, everybody. I think it's cool that you're all learning shit that most of us learned in fucking third grade. I think that's fine, but you don't got to issue these statements that make you look like a servile worm or worse. Like you are under duress and somebody has a gun to the side of your, like, yo, just say, Hey, we saw everything that we saw everything you said this week. You got a good point. We're going to change the way we do business. Thanks for the heads up. Be, sound like a human being because when you issue these statements, it feels like it feels like you had your lawyer draft it and you both had uh, like an automatic press to the side of your face while you were doing it. Just, you know, just be like, you know, hey, hey, fucked up about that. Sorry, everybody. You're everybody was right. Should have addressed this earlier. Didn't. That's on us. We got to live with ourselves. Yeah, that's really all it has to be. But like when you open yourself up to these like like these long statements where it just gives people more opportunity to pick it apart if they don't like you, if they're having a bad week, if they're mentally ill, like oh everybody, an apology is an apology. You take it or you leave it. It is what it is. Like you don't got to take it. But it might behoove you to move on because you're not you're probably not getting more than an apology to be totally frank. I would be surprised if there was more than an apology waiting for you. Like, what do you want? Like somebody to like, be like, you know what? It's time for me to open this, open up these veins. I'm a real bitch. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Well, I've been I've been bad, and it's time for me to punish me, Daddy. Punish me. It's uh, it's gonna. Be, I mean, look, it's just gonna be. I mean, as we talked about, things are hot right now, so there's just gonna be a lot of that, and it's uh, you know, for better and for worse, I guess. It's uh, but yeah, I mean, whatever. We don't have to talk more about that. Give me more weirdos. Okay. Um, do we want to do the thing where we go to someone, someone hit me up today and sent me a message saying, you listen to the one where we went through the comments on George W. Bush's Instagram and it was making him cackle. <laughs> that one. Was Somebody enjoyed cool. that. Yeah. Uh, who's, who's someone who's Bush adjacent. Um, what do you think? Do you think Dick Cheney has his own fucking Instagram? He's horrible to look at. <laughs> I would be surprised. I bet Lynn Cheney probably has one. Do you think? Do oh you, yeah. Do you think Dick underscore Cheney underscore sixty nine is his official? That's him. That's that's it. Okay. The bio says it's me, Dick Cheney. I can help you with anything. Oh yeah. Ask him uh, if he can help me invest in cryptocurrency. <laughs> this person has two hundred and- followers, and they post memes. Oh, it looks like it might be run by like a seven year old. Ask him how I can destabilize a region. <laughs> I mean, if that, he's your man, if you want to do that, um, what's let me For think. Sure. How about we need someone who's like ask him how, ask him how I can best uh, engage in the extra extra judicial killing of an entire people. Hmm. I think who should we go for? Who's a figure? I want to do someone that's not hasn't been around in a while. Um, has definitely people that like him. Maybe out of the news. Uh, all right. How about how about you think Ralph Nader? You think he they have an Instagram? Hold on. Oh, George Soros does have a. a, a he's only got thirty nine thousand followers. Is that real? Oh God, this is going to be content. Oh, he turned. The, they turned the comments off. Soros. Well, he might have been sick of the anti Semitic comments. I would. I would wager. <laughs> Uh, how can you be mad Soros? God, imagine George Soros, like giving like billions to fucking charity, thinking you're doing the right thing, like all that bullshit. And then you're like, uh, I, I'm feeling down. It'd be nice to get a pick me up. Let's see what the internet is saying about me. I'm a, a monstrous globalist Jew who, who, is, who collaborated who is with Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Who's, who's using the, uh, the, the COVID, uh, the COVID protocols to uh, send people into an underground existence. Mm. Oh, I thought I was just buying mosquito nets. <laughs> How about Jose Canseco? Oh, let's see what, Oh, Canseco has got to have some intelligent shit to say about this. He, Oh, I don't know if he, Oh no, that's not him. Uh, I don't think he, he might not have an Instagram, but he does have a Twitter and he was saying some wild shit. He was saying he said he said like the United States needs a cleansing or something. I was like Jesus. Uh, what what what's what's Jose mean? I don't I don't know, but it's scary. Here's the thing, man. We've talked about it on here before, and but I feel like it hasn't been mentioned in a while. But it bears worth repeating. Social media should not exist because no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. We uh, we were not meant to see these sides of each other. Agreed. 
full on. That's what it is. Oh, you know what? Joseco looks like he's uh Joseco is look is looking pretty he's uh he's 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 not happy about the man in Buffalo who was uh knocked on his skull. Uh I mean that was a huge optic win for the protesters when a 75 year old white guy gets his skull split open. Jose, you know I mean? like, uh, we need to replace the corrupt police and military with a robotic police and military. I don't know about that. Oh, Holy God. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, why did I think Jose was going to be anything less than psychotic? <laughs> why? You, okay. Here's a, here's a tweet from 10 hours ago. You can't be afraid to die if you're already dead. You know what? Facts. Facts, uh, Jose. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> he says uh, he's, he's oh, my God, he's a gold mine. I would systemically I would No, sorry. I would systematically eliminate racism if I were president. I'm going to write him in this year. <laughs> he did he's say America, he did uh, say it's going to be. 21 hours ago, as per this recording, he said America needs a cleansing. You know what? It kind of does. I just don't know what he means by it. Usually the word cleansing when it comes to to, uh, political – what do we call it? Um, To me, cleansing more often has a, a negative connotation. Uh, yes, <laughs> rare that it's uh, rare that it doesn't uh, have some uh, uh, genocidal intent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't. I mean, the, the Donald Trump presidency was uh, sort of brain rattling enough. I I don't know if I could handle a Jose Canseco presidency. God, he's ready. What? Three hours ago, who wants to who wants to finance my run for office? I am ready. No punctuation whatsoever in that tweet. <laughs> I'm sorry. At the same time, I'm when's okay. Eric, I just said that no sane person could look at the death of George Floyd on video and not understand that at, at minimum, at minimum that that officer should be, uh, uh, available f- for a manslaughter charge. I, I don't. Th- I didn't think that there was a single sane human being who could watch that. I just want to read. I know you don't want to be dragged into depressing shit right now. So, a porn girl that I follow uh, said, "You know, I'm not going to let the media lie to me right now." Okay, let's read it. She said, fear will not be running my life and I am no one's puppet. I'm going to live each day with respect, joy, and educate myself at all costs. I will not be ashamed of saying this country is worth saving because I live here and there are good people who still want to see everyone thrive. Shame on you, media. I have my responsibility and I will spread positivity every single day. If you don't like it, take your negativity and fuel, and fuel it to help your community. Much love to all my followers. Respect. Okay, so I think she's probably responding to the fact that a bunch of porn girls got canceled because they're small business people. And they were just like, yo, I, they did what you did. You fucking porn girl, fucking cuck. They said, uh, yeah, I don't know if looting's the move. And then they all got canceled. So I think she's probably responding to that. But one of the comments is agreed. It's crazy. How everyone, everyone wants justice for George Floyd, a drug dealer who held a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach. Jesus. What? That's from O'Neill 
412 Scott, uh, zero posts, 80 followers. Um, O'Neill, you are the guy that I didn't think existed. When I said earlier, when I, like I put up a straw man that, Hey, no sane human being could see the same thing I saw and take anything else away from it. It would be absurd. It would be to deny uh, the, the manifest truth, the obvious thing, but O'Neill did it. I mean, wild, truly wild. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think that crazy, existed either. Crazy thing is my observation. It's a lot of the Spanish girls who are, not with what's going on right now. And I think that's kind of interesting. That is interesting. I wonder how, 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 what's your sample size you're working with there? Yeah, maybe four girls. All right. So <laughs> maybe it's, four girls. it's just, it might just be four individuals or maybe it's a, a larger thing. It's hard to tell. No, it's, it, it's, uh, it's the sleeper Spanish gene that uh, mm. manifests that they are getting blacks. You know what? I'm looking at Jimmy Buffett's Twitter and I haven't, he has made no comments. Should I threaten him? Yes. You should say, Jimmy, your platform is huge. The fact that you haven't commented on this is very telling. Yeah. I'm going to threaten him with a baseball bet. Meanwhile, I'm getting offered a ramen blanket. On, a ramen on my blanket? sponsored ads. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you right now. That sounds uh, fun. <laughs> it's, it's pretty appealing. Um, Oh, yo, I bought something weird today. What'd you buy? I bought sneakers that can't be destroyed. Mm. Tell me more. Like they're made out, they're sneakers that are made out of chain mail. That sounds lit. What do you think about it? It sounds, they, I don't, they don't sound terribly comfortable. It's Kevlar chainmail sneakers that I bought because they were on sale. I don't know. I didn't want them, but I saw them and I was like, I'm never going to get them this cheap again. So, so, <laughs> so I bought them. I don't even know. Like it was a weird thing where, cause I don't spend money. So it was so weird being like, oh man, usually 140. This isn't coming back to this price anytime soon. I got to, I got to act <laughs> now. <laughs> wow. And I bought, Ugly Kevlar sneakers. Yeah, we, we I, you know what it, you've you've exposed yourself a few times on this podcast, but we've never really drilled into it that you're kind of an impulsive rube sometimes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of wild with your money when you really don't have any business to be. No, it's a fact. <laughs> what do you think of those? What do you think of those one wheel skateboards? That those electronic skateboards that people ride. Oh, I think I've seen those. Aren't they? Aren't, aren't they? They're electric, right? Yeah, they are. Do you, yeah. Do you think that that person should be bullied? Do I think that person should what? Be bullied or are they cool? Um, bullied. Bullied. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is a new feature. I start asking you, like. Okay, somebody that pays three hundred dollars for Air Force Ones, should they be bullied or uh, enjoyed? Like sneakerheads, I mean, everybody's got a thing, right? I, I don't know. I guess enjoyed. I, if you have the expendable income, go for it. If you don't, maybe, maybe pull back and, and analyze. <laughs> That's very practical. Yeah, let me. If you if you have the look, if you have the dough to be dropping on on sneakers and they're fun to collect and 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 it brings you joy, then who am I to say no? But uh, you know, if you're if you're 16 and you only get, you know, $200 a week from your part-time, you know, 
Starbucks gig, then then uh, uh, hmm. actually, no, it fuck it, buy them too. Like, who, who gives a shit? Okay, yeah, I was gonna say that's definitely when you fucking buy them. Yeah. At that point, who cares about anything? Being broke sucks so much, though. Yo, it's unreal <laughs> the difference between being broke and not broke. It's unreal. Yeah. Like, yeah. any of you that are broke right now, uh, yo, you, you need to get on some like do for self, like liberate yourself from the fucking m- mental prison of poverty. Uh, get out of that shit fast as you can. Like, when's the last time? I think for me, it was probably 20. 20- 14. Yeah, I think it was 2014 when I looked in my bank account and just saw zeros and I was like, shit. Oh, I was I was broke. Are we talking about when we were last broke? Yeah, I, I was broke last year, like broke. Uh, th- th- this uh, well, 2018, I was broke, broke. Um, last two years have been eh, yeah, OK. This year, this year is shaping up to be all right. Adult income. Yeah, I I have adult income and I have no debt. So for most of my adult life, I've had credit card debt and only like a little bit of money. And then there was a time period where I had like absolute when I was like 24, I guess, 23, 24, I had like absolutely none. Like I was going to my at the time, my now ex, my my girlfriend's house on uh, in uh, in Harlem. And I was walking there and she was like, oh, could you pick me up a sandwich on the way? I I had I couldn't because I had zero dollars. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and I, I went. That's I think that that same time period. I hung outside of a hate breed show because I couldn't get in because I had no money. Fuck! It sucked so much, man. I was I was waiting for my friends to get out. <sighs> Being um, broke is shit. It's shit. It's ass. And how that tells I, you you can enjoy your. I, I was really lucky that my my girlfriend at the time like literally didn't think anything of it. She was like, "Yep, yeah, all my money goes to rent. I'm pretty broke too." Uh, yo, that that's young people stuff. After they turn 26, they'd like you to have something. No, dude, she was she was I was so I was 20. I was you were I just a young stud, huh? You were just a young hung stud. Yes, exactly. I was 23. No, maybe 22. And she she was thirty one. Yeah, you were just a little fuck machine, right? She didn't give a shit. No, did you? Were you able to satisfy her? Hmm. I mean, I'm the one who broke up with her, so I I mean, I guess so. Um, it, what I'm saying though is like a lot of older women, not older, but like women over a certain age complain that young men couldn't get the job done anyway, because they, they climax too soon. They don't know what they're doing. The whole thing. I mean, I don't know if I've ever, is that you? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever known what I was doing, but it, uh, it, she had no complaints as far as I know. Um, I'm trying to remember. It's going, we're going back a while now and we're going through years of borderline alcoholism too. So, um, no, she was chill. I think she had been through a lot of like pain in the ass relationships and she was just happy to be in one that was like pretty breezy. Uh, what about Freddie five H zero P who upon uh, a, a partially, partially unclothed photo of a woman with big chest says, looks like they just beat that kitty up. <laughs> <laughs> what comp- I, uh, I, I guess the, the overall um, 
maybe the qu- the quest of this ac- exercise that we do every couple episodes is trying to figure out what what possesses someone to comment such a thing. Uh, I mean, you got to shoot your shot. I just wonder if the, I wonder if these people believe that this can be a, I, you know, it's, it's, we got to really pick the brains of one of these people that we, we find them out and we go, Hey man, I just want to, I just want to like get at you. And I bet they just say it's fun. I bet they just say, I don't expect anything from it. It's just fun. Yeah, I guess. I just, I don't know. I've never been looking at, you know, only fans and thought, gotta leave. <laughs> I feel like my voice needs to be heard here. God, how many only fans do you think we can fund with a grand? Probably. I mean, so I've seen amid these, uh, the, a lot of the charity links that are, that are going around amid everything going on. And, uh, I, I know that there's some, I guess it's like mutual aid groups where they'll split. You can donate a lump sum and they'll split, you know, to multiple places. Maybe is there, is there a mutual, mutual jizz? Is there like something where you can like lump some and it'll go to various only fans? That's a good question. If anybody has any advice on this, like how we can do our only fans plot, like there's a lot of, okay, so here's what I don't want to do. There's a lot of people reviewing only fans right now. That's not going to be our lane because like, look, that shit is funny but Eric is sensitive and I got to play shows. <laughs> so a little like, mean spirited. Yeah, exactly. So we can't be here like ripping some hardworking fucking woman for, for like her only fans being kind of bunk. You know what I mean? We just can't do it. I'm going to leave that to the mean podcast that are probably funny, but like, you know, just call us a bunch of fucking cucks over here, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So, uh, so, so we're not going to do that, peacock. but, but I would like to, I would like to like give give these girls the money. You know what? It doesn't got to be girls. We get, but the dudes are so douchey. Are they? I, I went to a dude. Oh my god! I went to a dude's only fan the other day because he got accused of choking his girl, and I was like, so I clicked through, and I was like, yo, here's what's crazy. I don't know this woman. I don't know if if this man choked her. He's so immediately dislikable that I that my brain just goes, probably did. Yeah. You know what I mean? As, and that's fucking wildly unfair. Yeah. It's wildly unfair. Being being dislikable is not the same as choking your girl. No. Like, that's not a one-to-one. No, so, not at all. But, but because he was so dumb and so dislikable, I was like, this fits. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, this tracks for me. Uh, so, uh, so we, but we can give it to some of the boys. So let's do this. Everybody hit us with suggestions on what OnlyFans to give money to. Uh, they can be your friends uh, or they can be told. And we're only doing a month. Everybody don't fucking like try to get us on some like re on some automatic re up. That's yeah. just not happening. You know what I mean? But try to get us on like, turn us on to like whatever it is, like shit that like, like Eric and his girl can open together and go, well, uh, there's no sexual value here, but this, if you wanted to know what feet licking was about, here we go. Mm. Give yeah. us that shit as well as, Hey, my, you know, my wife needs money. You know what I mean? Like w- w- give, give us the variety. Yeah. Give us the, yeah. We want the, the sampler pack. We want the, uh, the, uh, appetizer sampler. Yeah. And don't, like I said, don't expect us to comment. Cause we're not really like, 
you know, just make your money, girls. Don't fucking like, I'm happy for each and one, every one of you. We're not going to review your shit. So just send it over and we'll try to get people an extra fucking 10 bucks this month. Or some of you are fucking savagely greedy and charge like fucking 40 bucks that we should talk about. We should talk about, is there like any significant difference between, uh, the $40 fucking, uh, uh, only fans and the $7 only fans in terms of, uh, value for your dollar. We could talk about that, but uh, I would, I, anyway, I, I would I have to pee if it varies person to person. Oh, certainly. Yeah. So, I mean, and also it's, it's your mileage may vary anyway. Like OnlyFans is only about following the person that you wanted to jerk off to in high school or whatever it was. You know I mean? That's really what it's about. So like, or, or like some like porn girl that you're like a internet deranged simp for that. Like you're, you're sending, did you see the guy that, I think we talked about the guy that bankrupted himself, giving it to a, giving money to a, a an e-girl. You saw that guy? Oh, dude. So that's, that's, that's what, is he the first guy ever to do that? I didn't know guys lost their homes to e-girls. Yeah, I had no dude. idea. Well, what is it like? A, is, 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 is it like a Fendom thing? What is it? I mean, it's like a Twitch Fendom mental worm. Right, right. You know? I don't know. But anyway, I got to piss hella bad. So let's wrap this one up. Uh, thank you, everybody. Listen, we should have put this again in the front of the episode. If this week is too serious, just fucking put this episode off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Handle the shit you got. to Yeah, just, uh, yeah, we understand everything that's going on. The world is wild. Um, we obviously, obviously are in support of all the protesters and things that are going on. And, uh, you know, um, Please, you know, if you can, if you put your money to a good cause, um, you know, uh, and all that good stuff, it's, it's, uh, the world is, is wild and you want to, you know, be, be, be a force of, of positive change rather than like a piece of shit. If you want to get at us, you can, uh, hit us at WP timeline on Twitter. You can, uh, check out, so we got bonus Patreon content, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You can hit that. Um, you can hit the number. We'll get into messages soon. 205-509-9785. And, uh, yeah, be smart, be safe, be healthy. We'll, we'll catch you soon. Yeah. And don't like we're we were happy for your COVID takes. Don't hit us with your heterodox, uh, off brand George Floyd takes. Mm. Don't, don't do it. We're good. Don't we're, we're good. Don't don't you know what it is with that stuff? Don't don't get lost in the weeds. Like you, we everyone knows what this is about. Most sane people are with it. You know, like uh, let's let's keep our eyes on on what matters right now. Who it doesn't fucking matter what 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 Katy Perry thinks of this shit. Let's let's keep our eye on the prize and uh, and move forward. Correct. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Stay Later. safe. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. 
the podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.